when you understand that you have the power to create anything that you dream or you want to, you start to be unstoppable. Welcome back, guys. My name is Sharon, and you are listening to The Bantu Collective. This week, our lovely guest is a motivational speaker, a mindset mentor, a well-being expert, and Psychology Magazine UK ambassador, Gail Burrell. Gail is a beam of light and a force for positivity. She helps women entrepreneurs and women leaders with mindset and well-being to help them become the rock stars of their lives. This week, we speak on liberating yourself from limiting beliefs and creating that shift in mindset that propels one into a more positive and empowered mind state. We also speak on how the immediate need for change and reform in our society today likens to a rapidly changing world. We finally discuss how conscious parenting will give way to a new generation of self-empowered and Guys, this was a super fun conversation with someone whose energy is so contagious. And I just hope for nothing more than for you guys to enjoy this episode. So good to have you here, Gail. Yeah, no, I'm so glad to be here. Welcome to the Bantu Collective. Thank you. Thank you. So do you want to tell us about who you are, what you do now? Okay, so my name is Gail Burwell. I am a motivational speaker, a mindset mentor, and also a psychology magazine ambassador. So basically my job is to inspire, motivate, and empower them on their online platform in order to design the life they want to. So what I do, I'm helping um, executives, but also women entrepreneurs, um, to become the rock stars of their life which means basically to be bold and visible and confident unapologetically in the career, business, or life. Excellent. Amazing. Um, and something I love to ask everyone first is to, uh, for you to tell us about your cultural upbringing. If you, if you were to sum up into a synopsis uh, what it was like being Gail growing up and becoming the Gail you are today, uh, where does your story begin? Um, I I'm born in France. Uh, my parents are from Togo. Um, so I really had a very great childhood, I have to say, um, in terms of friendship, in terms of schools and everything. But I always wanted to, to meet more people from different cultures, from different mindsets. And that's why I was really attracted, basically, to go to London. Uh, to, to be into this kind of melting pot when you have so many different nationalities and cultures. And this is why I basically I said, okay, I want to do a, a kind of internship in London. And when I got this opportunity, I went for it. Okay. Um, so you were born in France. Yeah. Uh, parents, both Togo. Yeah. And now you're in the UK. Yeah. So you're like a global citizen. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. A, a hybrid of some sort. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's really cool. I think a lot of us can identify with having multiple identities, mm. you know, in different communities. Um, has has your has your uh, cultural upbringing coming being French or uh, also having parents from Togo? Has that somehow come into an influence the way you your perception of life, your experience of life? How did it in any way enrich in? Um, I think from my parents is really the idea to um, exceed your expectations. 
uh, is really to put yourself in a position where nobody has um, any ammunition against you or can basically try to criticize you. So I think it's coming from the, the fact that I'm a black person as well. And I think we all um, suffer from this from another one another, even our parents, mm -hmm. um, to put ourselves such in a position where we cannot be touched. Okay. <laughs> so professionally speaking, I was quite demanding with myself. And my mantra, my, mo my motto was uh, to meet the expectation of others. Okay. Um, and I think it really helped me to, to build the career where I am, but also my mindset mm -hmm. uh, to really not, um, not to give up, uh, not, to, not to act like a victim, but to the contrary, more in a, in a mindset where you have to keep going, where you have to keep believing that you can do it. I think it's a question of fortitude as well that you develop um, through the years. And I think it helped me a lot when I started to work uh, in London because I didn't, I remember I was not a um, fluent speaker in English. Mm. Uh, I started with a um, small job in restaurants. So I really started from scratch when I started in the UK. Okay. When despite, even though basically I have diploma and everything because I really wanted to, to work in the UK and to see the way it's going to happen. So it was quite a learning cure, but I do believe that my upbringing helped me um, to say yes to this experience and to do not give up. And that's why I'm, I am where I am now. That's excellent. And you know, you, you have such a positive uh, light that beams through you. I'm sure everyone tells you, and I, I've told you before, <laughs> and it was the first thing I noticed when I first met you. Do you think that has something to do with uh, this mindset you're speaking of? Or was it more, um, this is how you're, just maybe you individually, or is it something that came from your family as well? How did that come about? Or is this just Gail <laughs> from the get-go? <laughs> you know, it's quite interesting because a lot of people are telling me that. Yeah. Uh, even my mom. She said, yeah, the most positive, <laughs> the most positive person Honestly, in the room. Honestly, you're like a battery, just <laughs> yeah. beaming with energy. <laughs> she said this all the time. She said, no matter what is happening, yeah, with you, girl, I know you're going to think hard, you're going to be positive. And, um, and I think, yeah, it's coming for me. My mom is really, is really spontaneous. I wouldn't say she's so, uh, she's positive as me, but uh, she's really spontaneous. She's really warm-hearted. Um, I think it's just coming from my spirit. It's just from the fact that basically I decided um, that life is happening for me, um, that uh, there is any goodness happening, even though basically sometimes it's hard, it's not easy, and I focus on that and I go for it. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's why I think I'm, a, I'm able to uplift the energy of people around me and just to make them smile and, and just to think differently. Yeah, yeah. I know I believe you and I think you're a bit, uh, what's the word, contagious. <laughs> so I'm just feeling it. But um, you said something um, where you said that you, you decided to believe yeah. that life is happening for you. Um, and it, I don't know if that's linked for you in terms of uh, not taking on the victim mentality that you were saying mm -hmm. that happens if being, you know, you know, being, like you said, black in, the, in another country. Yeah. Um, yeah, is that has that linked or because I think that's quite a paradigm shift to decide to live in the way that you say mm -hmm. that life is happening for you and not against you. Yes, um, you know it's quite interesting because before to dive into personal development, mm. I was not even aware I was um, at this shift. I think I was more into the 
positive mindset saying, okay, if it's some, something is happening to me, there is always some positive things that I need to take into account. And I decided basically to, to, to focus on that. And I think I, I think it's coming from my spirit as well. Um, because I do believe that I'm not born for mediocrity. We're not born for suffering. Uh, we're born for greatness, but we have to make the choice to go for it, even though basically we're going to have some challenges in our life. And when I dive into personal development, I love it because it was just a confirmation of my mindset that, yes, you can choose to live the life you want to and to really focus on what is good for you and not on the negative and transform the negative into positive in any challenges, um, barriers, trauma that you can experience in your life. Mm. And I think... This is, um, this is a, a question of inner work as well. This is a question of choice to say, okay, I'm going to see what I can learn from it instead of saying, yeah, no, um, I'm just going to blame the circumstances. Uh, I'm not going to take responsibility for what is happening. And this is the way it is. And, the, and I think with me, I'm a kind of rebel in the sense that I refuse the status quo. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You know, I refuse that someone is telling me it's like this. Um, there is no point to tell, there is no point to question about it. This is where I'm going to challenge it even more. <laughs> you see, um, because I do believe that there is always something behind it that we can learn, or we can change or improve. And I think this is what is helping me all the time to bounce back so quickly, even though I got some challenging time as well, like everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That's really, really empowering for people to know and. I think sometimes um, it, it's an unconscious decision we make not mm. to take responsibility for something. Yes, definitely. And sometimes it doesn't, it requires you to repeat certain patterns or certain mm. stories or certain situations to keep repeating themselves until you wake up to the fact that actually this is mm. uh, an unconscious decision or choice I'm making. Uh, yeah. But you know what? When you think about it, about the society where we're living, mm. it's so fast. We're such in a performance race that sometimes we don't have the time to think. Mm. We don't have the time to step back and to reflect. And I think with COVID, we got this time. We got this opportunity to reflect and to say, mm, I can see this pattern now. I don't like this. Mm. I'm going to do something about it. Right. We didn't have basically this, this, I think, this possibility to step back and to be more aware before. Some people were doing it because it's a conscious effort, but it's like we, we got some aid space really to look at our life now, where we are, and if we are happy about it and what we're going to do about it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. And I think that's what's... Um, it's just, I don't think there are words to describe how big it is, uh, this window we've been given globally um, to really take an inner uh, dive into ourselves, uh, politically, socially, culturally, and personally, spiritually, mentally, on so many layers. Uh, and no one could escape that fact. We all had to, we all had to, everyone was in the same boat. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Which is ironically quite, there's something about, I don't know, I think there's something quite cool about that, that we all experienced it together, although obviously it was, it was an ugly experience for some to see, you know. Um, but you know, it's quite interesting because me, I have some people around me and friends that said to me, it's not so ugly. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's said that sometimes you need for, some things to happen like that to see really where you are in your life and to make the, change, the changes and to change, to grow. It's like we have been pushed into this position to grow. 
and it was necessary. When you look at what is happening in the world right now, it was necessary for us to wake up and very fast. And this is what happened with COVID. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that as well. I, I really do. And I think it's actually a really fascinating topic to look at because um, we've never, ever had to look at ourselves in this way. Never. We've never, ever had to question ourselves in this capacity, ever. You know, yeah. we could get away with being busy, it's like true. you said. <laughs> and I think that's what's so mind-blowing and also quite surreal because um, the old earth isn't coming back. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, you know, it's quite, um, for me recently, it just dropped on my lap that what was before is not existing anymore. Mm. And, and I think that's why some people go through um, trauma or grief because it's a kind of new normal we have ahead of us. We don't know how it will be. And despite everything happening around us, we have to keep a mindset which is strong and healthy. Mm. You know, it's really a question of extreme self-care for me. And even me, you know, I was, oh, wow. Yeah, it's true. This is, this is finished. This is finito. It's finished. You know? Finished. We're all finished. And uh, <laughs> I was, and you know, you, you see so many, oh, yeah, you have to adjust to the new normal. And I said, oh, come on, stop this. <laughs> there is not a new normal. There is something completely different new, no, now yeah. that we need to, to live with that. You mm. need to create it every day to really make your life the way you want to. You cannot let again the circumstances guiding your life or your work or your or your um or your trauma or your drama. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I agree and um it means that we actually have to adopt a new way of thinking. Yes. A new way of thinking. And you can't actually look to anyone else to tell you what that new way of thinking is because they don't know themselves. And we're all, you know, figuring it out, walking yeah. in the forest blindly, you know? Yeah, it's quite interesting <laughs> because it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually wanted to go into this later, but it just it happened to be now. So, you know, um, but so do you think that we're kind of being called into a greater, bigger space as humanity? Because I think sometimes now, like we talked about the questions that we're having to ask ourselves, the type mm. of questions we ask always determine where you're going, yes. where your mind is going, um, the patterns you're going to fall into, or the theme mm. you're about to experience. Um, so now the question has changed our whole, mm. our yeah. whole lives, yeah. in a sense. Um, do, you think, do you think that's what's going on? And in a, if so, in what way are we being called to step up? I think the, I do agree with you. I think definitely there is a paradigm shift um, in, the, in humanity, in, in consciousness, I would say. Um, the way we can really adapt to it is to take responsibility and um, to make changes where we are now. You know, even if it's a small change um, or even if it's just a question to shift your mindset or make something different or help someone else, I think any, any minor or major um, change you can do in your life will have an impact. And it's a question of collective consciousness now. It's mm. not, um, I think it's, it's in a way, it's the hand of being so, um, um, of thinking only about yourself. You have to think about everyone. It's a question of collective consciousness. And I think that's why I think you can see some people really dive into it and completely agree with that, mm -hmm. like COVID, you know? If you are responsible, you're going to wear a mask. 
because you're going to think about everyone else about you and you want for the rest of the world to be healthy. Mm -hmm. If it's not the case, you're not going to wear a mask. So there is a choice, there is a responsibility behind everything we're going to do now. And we have to take it. We have to accept it. And I think this is where it's difficult for some people because they don't want to take responsibility. Mm. You know, before it was whatever I'm, I'm going to do, whatever I want to do, and if someone is not happy about it, this is my life, and I do what I and this is the way it is. But this is not the way it is right now. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, even though me, you know, I don't like to wear masks, but I'm thinking about other people. I'm thinking about, yeah, I can affect someone else. We don't know what's going to happen. Even though it's true, we have no um, real credibility beyond saying, yeah, wearing a mask is going to save you. But at least, you know, where we are, we have the choice. And my choice is, okay, I prefer to wear a mask basically to protect the people. Right, right. And so you're, you're in a sense saying also that um, we should realize that actually we're more, much more connected than we realize. Definitely. Much, much more connected than we realize. And um, this goes, I think it's almost a product of, I don't think you can even just put it to globalization. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, where some people are coming in with the argument that we have to realize that we've uh, really exploited our planet to the point of eroding natural protective systems in the, in the ecosystem. Yes. And so now we've kind of made ourselves more vulnerable to <laughs> these silent, invisible killers, in a sense. Um, it's true. Yeah. And so I think it's, I, I love the idea of us all taking responsibility. Mm. Um, but what does it look like in this new world? Because I think normally, and what we've been used to is politicians taking responsibility for us, yeah. our mayors, uh, you know, right? This is a result. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> They're highly questionable, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, um, have to take responsibility is, is, is really developing the mindset, is really working on your mindset every day and to be aware of your thoughts, of your patterns, of your behavior, and on your belief. It's really a question of inner work because I think... And I believe when you do this work, you are able to live more in harmony with the rest of the world. You're more compassionate, you're more patient, you know, you understand where people are coming from. Mm. And, and, this is what, and this is what we need. Mm. We, need to be, we need to be more compassionate with others, but also with ourselves. And to do this work, to know yourself, who you are, and, and, and to be compassionate and to forgive yourself, and to be kind with yourself. And I think this is something we didn't learn at school, and this is something which is a must now. It's really a must, yeah. because what we're living right now, if we don't do this extra work, we're not going to go through it. Mm. I know, I 100% agree, and I, I think it's also living in the West, uh, there's a, our lifestyles, Mm -hmm. feel, look, and should be a certain way yeah. um, just because that's how the system has been set up. Um, and I actually wanted to ask you, um, do you think the society we've created is conducive, conducive to health, conducive to wholesome health for an individual? Conducive to health. Good or bad? <laughs> this is a question. Um, in total honesty, 
I'm not convinced that society is helping us to be healthy. The way I've been constructed, even for women, you think about women, the way, the amount of judgment, preconceptions, ideas, judgment about women is horrendous. Mm. And every day, irrespective if you are aware of it or not, we are navigating our life between all these different trends and ideas about what is a woman. It's horrendous. And I think it's the same for men. <laughs> it's the same for men. When you think about it, they cannot be sensitive. They cannot show basically their vulnerability. Um, it's horrendous as well. Mm. Um, I think the, the key would be to, to transform the society. Because we are the actors um, of the society when we accept or not what the society tries to impose on us. Um, and that's why you started to see in media when they started to accept, for example, models, more, you know, uh, more curvy models, for example, is because we ask for it and because we started to fight for it. I think it's really, it's like what is going on in the US, you know, you have all these people, you know, um, in the street and everything, asking for reforms, asking for changes, is when really um, people are waking up, showing up and asking for changes that the change is coming. Mm. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's actually, I think it's a, <laughs> I mean, this is probably an overused uh, sentence, but I couldn't, I don't think it's, there's anything more fitting. I think this is a very interesting time to be human right now, because yeah. it feels like you're in the midst of, um, dare I say, a revolution. <laughs> I think it's a revolution in a yes, certain way. Yes, yes. Look at the US. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we've been in an upheaval since 2016. Yeah. It's 2020 now, and <gasps> I'm I'm I would I'm more inclined to say that this type of energy is actually going to continue for the next few years because I think we are, like you said, there's a, a, a question of collective consciousness now, yeah. and uh, there is a shift in consciousness, yes. and so it means that we no longer align with values that were of an older, it's true, older version of Earth, older version of that whatever that paradigm was that we existed in. And so we really have to level up. And that's why um, there's a lot of um, uh, reform and that energy of asking for more, asking for better, asking for change. Um, yeah, and I think it's so exciting. But it's an exciting time, even though, you know, okay, I don't minimize the suffering regarding COVID and everything, but no. this is really a time that we all need it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you when you start to see the changes, when you start to see pers people waking up and taking action and speaking up and having the courage to say the truth, this is what people need. They need to see the truth as it is. And the craving for that. And yeah. this is such a beautiful time for that because more people are showing up and telling the truth as it is. Mm. And we need to hear it. Mm. The problem is, you know, some people I think we know, they're aware about it, but we don't do anything about it. And to the contrary now, it's really a wake-up call of all humanity and a big global movement for social justice. Yeah. And this is what we need. We cannot go any further. 2020 show to everyone that yeah. the way we live in need to change. Yeah. Radically. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's why I stay optimistic. That's okay. why I'm positive about it. You know, I know it's going to get through upheavals and and yeah, and low down and, and hard, but I do believe that this is a fantastic time for humanity. 
I would I would actually say I feel from my I would my opinion anyway is that um, this is probably the most empowered that human beings have been yeah. in, in our time and it's it's not easy asking for what we want um, but I, I'm always wondering do we have to ask for what we want from someone else no because you know why why not just you know why don't you just do it yeah <laughs> I mean you wanted to create a podcast you created a podcast no? right okay you know, it's the same for me yeah. I remember when I met you I said yeah I want to create a podcast I'm going to create it yeah I created it when you understand that you have the power to create anything that you dream or you want to you start to be unstoppable. Mm. And I think it's coming me from my spiritual mindset as well, that when you co-create with the universe in a way to bring more goodness for people, you know, it's going to help you. It always has your back no matter what. Mm. And it's really a question of faith, um, a question of perception, energy, and choice. It's simple the way I'm saying it, but it's really, really the pillars of creating a life you want to and to do what you want. But I think we, people have been so used to uh, to be advised of what they need to do that they feel a bit powerless, a bit, um, yeah, a bit, you know, completely um, not so comfortable when you ask them, what do you want? It's true. I, and I, <laughs> it's funny because um, you, I have I have been in that experience. I know people who've been in that experience. I think maybe it's probably a combination of things. Um, but I think the just pointing to the spiritual mindset, for example, that you you spoke to um, when you if you connect to a, maybe a spiritual um, maybe consciousness inside of yourself. You can uh, say God, Goddess, uh, God, Universe, fact, right. Whatever you want to Whichever call it. Whichever God it is that you want to connect to. Um, but I think realizing that there's, um, there are forces around you that are one work with you mm. and for you and through you. And uh, I believe everyone has a purpose. Mm. Um, and everyone has gifts. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then I think it's for people, maybe the difficulty might come under, uh, come through understanding, okay, how do I, um, share my gift and manifest mm -hmm. it and realize it? And I think that's where you experience the beliefs that you were speaking of limiting yeah. beliefs. Uh, but yes, because, um, it's just like for me, and that's why I love being an entrepreneur is when you understand what you want and you fight for it, you get back your freedom. Mm in terms of mindset, um, in terms of spirit, in terms of body. This is, this is the way I see it, because you do realize that you have been living a nine to five job all the time, and that maybe this is not for you. you. You didn't use your talent, you didn't use your gift. Sometimes you don't even know what are your talents. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. You, yeah, and, um, and I think being spiritual it's is fundamental now because there is nothing basically um to love you as unconditionally as spirit and and that's why i think i'm i'm really uh, my mom is catholic so i'm catholic originally and i think it helped me a lot as well to have a strong mindset and and to have this strong belief um but it's really coming to the fact that knowing that there is someone for you out there all the time you may not see it, you may not feel it, but you have to believe it. Mm -hmm. And believing is, it's your job. When you start to do that, um, yes, yes, it's here. Yeah. 
I can really see the and feel the positive, <laughs> the most positive mindset coming through here. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So does um, does this come through in your work with, uh, that you do? Um, so I know you're a you're a coach yeah. and you coach women. Uh, women uh, is it women entrepreneurs or just anyone um, I'm more um, a mindset mentor so I'm going okay. to help women to, to, to think differently and a motivational speaker because I'm going to bring the motivation basically to keep for them the moment to, to keep going mm -hmm. and I think I was a well-being part because I'm putting this ways with mindset because for me you can shift and work on your mindset as much as you want to, but if you don't work with your body and spirit at the same time, it's not going to work. It's, it's going to be a separation. And this is what I think you need to put the head and the heart together to create the life you want to. Um, and I'm helping them to do that. So how does that look like um, merging or marrying the mind and the heart? Because this is a concept I've heard and... I'd love to know how one practices. I think it's really a question of, of knowing the way your, your brain is working. You have the left part of your brain, which is really the analytical one, the rational one, coming up with um, trying to resolve questions or resolve issues. And you have the, um, sorry, the right part of your brain, which is really the command center of your creativity, your genius zone, your intuition. Mm -hmm. So... That's why in, in our world right now, we're bringing to the gym practically every day the left part of our brain, you know, to think about something, to do something. Um, but we're not using so much the right part of the brain, which is the common center, intuition, imagination, and creativity. And to put both together, meditation is awesome for that because it's going to rebalance the use of the left and right part of your brain. And when you start to do that already, you start to see when you are into a doing mode and being mode. You need to put both together. And this is called the duality of life. There is no yin without yang. There is no masculine energy without feminine energy. There is no success without failure. When you start to understand this concept, you're more um, confident about your journey because you know it's going to change. Okay, maybe you didn't get this opportunity, but it means that for me, rejection is protection. Why? Because surely this opportunity was not for you. Another one is coming on your way, which is going to be much more better. It happened to me, I think, one month ago when I had an opportunity to speak to a, um, a big online summit. And... Uh, you know, at the beginning, I said, yes, I was quite excited about it and everything. But more along the way, I was not comfortable. I could feel it, you know. Mm. And to the end, I follow my guts and I say, okay, I explained to the organizer, this is why I'm not going to do it. Thank you very much for the opportunity, but give it to another speaker. And I felt good doing it. So I knew I was in alignment with myself. And I think two days later, I got a fantastic opportunity to write an article for a magazine that I love, I love to bits, mm. that I would never, never imagine to drop on my lap like this. Because I think what I did, I listened to my art and I shifted my energy. Yeah. And basically, bring, when you do that, you bring to you basically the opportunities waiting for you. Yeah. And I think... It wasn't even one. I think it was four or five coming on my lap in two, wow. three days. I remember yes. one of my friend entrepreneurs said, oh my God, girl, did you see that? I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, but it means that basically I made the right decision. Yes. No, absolutely. And I love stories like that. 
their testimonies that there is something greater at work that wants to come through and mm. manifest and be realized through you and only you. Yeah. So that is very, very special. Um, and I also, I, it reminds me of, I don't know if I told you, but um, there is a concept within manifestation okay. um, that explains that when the more you understand and can uh, identify your worth, the, the equivalent or if not the larger um, blessings and abundance can come your yes. way. So, and so it's really a question of how much do you know about your worth? <laughs> yes, you know, it's very interesting mm. because we don't think so much about it. Yeah. Um, me recently, what helped me really to see my worth is to own my story. Okay. But everything, the good, the bad, not only the good and the successful and the badass one, no, no, the bad, the ugly, the painful one. The uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. Everything that I think we use to separate because it's so painful, we went through it and you just want to move, to move on. And it's key that you put, or you know, it's like on the outside, you're, you're fantastic, you're successful in everything. On the inside, you just broke in thousands of pieces. Mm -hmm. And the key is to put all these pieces together, you know, and that's why I think it's like a puzzle. But for this puzzle to stick, you know, this is where love, self-compassion, you know, for yourself, for what you experience is coming through. Yeah. There is no other way. And then I always like to link it to larger society, hmm? our larger communities, our national communities, the global community. Um, do you think then, because actually now we're really uh, stepping into our worth, so whether that's women asking for equal pay, mm -hmm. uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, which I don't know if I should call it that, uh, there are many, <laughs> there's a lot of politics around that, uh, but just general um, general groups or members of society who are yeah. asking for more. It's because they've now come in and stepped into their worth or is, is that how you would put it? Or think, is it a thing of they've always known? I think they've always known, but I think it's a time of um, having enough. They have enough. <laughs> okay. This is enough, you know. It's, it's just like a moment you can't take it anymore. Mm. And I think this is the case for women. Um, this is the case for black people as well. Mm. A, you know, I think you, there, is a, there is a kind of time out. You can suffer until a certain point, but a moment you have to say no, that's enough. You know, I love myself enough to ask for equal pay. Uh, I love myself enough basically to ask for um, equality. And this is what is happening. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's coming back to this question of self-worth as well. Yeah. If you value yourself, if you value who you are as a human being, you're going to ask for more. Mm. Um, so then, if we're looking at the structures that govern our society uh, or the world, do you then think that this is the type of mindset and the shift that needs to occur within leaders who are yeah. pushing it would be, yeah, it would good be. and bad agendas? You know, I think there are good leaders out there, mm. but I think they need to... I think they, most of the time, I wouldn't be surprised if they're watching what's happening now. Mm -hmm. and the thinking of the new way of leading. Really? I mean, you think this is, you do, would you say it's been triggered by this or it was always there? I think it, it was there, but I'm not sure every leader has the balls um, 
to change. Mm. But with what happened recently with COVID, global movement of social justice, I think they have no choice because people will ask for it. Yeah. People have a voice now and they voice their concern and they voice their, their, their demands. And if you really want to lead from, um, from a perspective where you're going to help people to develop and to change, you have to change. So you have to integrate all these changes in your leadership. Mm. And I think for me, it's quite revolutionary in the leadership as well world. Okay. Um, that there is more compassion, there is more gratitude, there is more understanding of what people are going through. And um, also um, a capacity to, um, to step back and to say, okay, no, uh, I may be right, I, I've done a mistake and I didn't know about it. Um, yes. Do you think um, at the expense of sounding maybe lofty or a bit too idealistic, but um, do you reckon that perhaps we need to find new ways of measuring um, and p attaining or putting value to certain uh, to how we lead and um, leadership should look in such a way that actually it's genuinely from the inside out benefiting people and not necessarily um, putting mm. external values to how we uh, measure good leadership so not looking at someone's status or mm. looking at how much money is being poured into certain programs or ideas but rather um, how are they influencing people in such a way that they imbue positivity, they imbue compassion, they imbue thought leadership and consciousness. Um, yeah. Would you no, yeah, I, I do agree with you because um, the status is not, for me, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. The money is the same as well. Um, it's a person. I want to see what is the character of the person. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is what you're referring to when you say the way they're going to influence, they're going to help, they're going to help people to develop, um, they're going to build their team, they're going to, um, to give opportunities to people. This is what I want to say mm. to the end of the day. Mm. And um, I don't know how we can see that, but definitely this is what I want to say. But I, I'm always thinking that... Um, even if we don't know what it looks like now, we can't necessarily picture that kind of maybe society or that type of uh, governing in society. Um, I, I'm always thinking, I mean, Einstein said you can't um, solve mm -hmm. a problem with the same level of thinking. It's true that created that problem. Yeah. So we're in, we're in that, we're, you know, we're subdued in that, in that problem. Mm -hmm. So to think outside of it, it requires an extra type of reach outside of what we know. You have to, yeah, it's a question of mindset. You yeah. have to expand your mindset. It's a question of consciousness. You have mm. to think outside of the box. Mm. Um, and this is, this is um, a work to stretch you know, to stretch your perspective, to, okay. to really think differently. Um, and me, I did notice it when companies or people start to innovate or to think outside of the box. This is where we got these new ideas, this new way of doing things, mm. um, bringing something different. And Albert Einstein is totally, is totally right. It's absolutely right. Yes. Uh, and that's why I think it's so important now that people awake, mm. that people realize and they do the work, you know, to shift their consciousness. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
I'm told from various, or I've read from various sources that, you know, if we're not actually doing this work that you're speaking of and elevating and raising the consciousness of the planet, it's actually a matter of survival at this point, And it's no longer a luxury for us to... <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it's no longer a luxury for us to, you know, meander in and out. You're mm. either in or you're out. It's true. Okay. I, I do believe it. Um, I do believe that uh, we got so much time <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to make this decision. But now this is a question of survival. I do believe it as well. Mm. Because, I mean, I have many qualms with certain things on the planet. And I'm not going to fix all of them. I can't. But I I believe in uh, collective vision. Um, But, you know, you need people who resonate with that kind of vision. Yes. Um, And so, yes. And that means it takes everyone, really. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, so, another thing I wanted to find out, and this is something I'm quite excited about. Okay. Okay. just being the type of person you are and you have a daughter yes um i think um i'm curious to know how this feeds into how you're raising your daughter this ah. type of the this mentality that you have this this way of elevating and empowering yourself it rubs off it will rub off and she's going to become this new type of person that yeah. we haven't seen before Um, I believe the time is conscious parenting. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. We have a lot. <laughs> As a parent, we have a lot of work. Um, with my daughter, is is quite interesting because it's like, I want for her to be as bold and visible and confident as she wants to. Mm-hmm. So if she wants to play with car, fine. If she wants to play with doll, fine. If she wants to, um, to have a jogger or if she wants to where as long as something blue i don't give a damn as long as basically she's liberating in a way and she's confident in the way she is i'm fine with that yeah but at the same time you have to put in place holes for me it's really important to have good manners so you have to put in place holes that there are some things you can do and some things you can do but i give her the eight space the the capacity to think by herself that if she wants to break a rule she can but she needs to know the consequences behind it yeah 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 um so do you reckon because i i think there's going to be a new generation of conscious parenting and it makes me so excited to see the wave of children these children who are gonna you know (laughs) be walking this planet uh, with an elevated sense of self and maybe a deeper connection to um who they are Mm. And maybe yes. even their own purpose. It's exciting. It's exciting because um, I'm really positive about the future. Mm. I see so many, so many people, so many parents waking up and realize that the way we have been um, educated, there were some good things and there were some there were some gaps as well that our parents didn't know. Yeah. But we have the generation. We have the generation to see that. Yeah. You know, to, not to fix that, but at least to bring everything together. Mm. The spiritual, the consciousness, mm-hmm. um, respecting your, your child as a, spirit, as a spiritual child, their intuition, their intelligence. They're so clever. They're so smart. Mm-hmm. You know, that sometimes we don't give them enough um, value or worth because you just think they're small. But they're extremely intelligent. They're, they're so intuitive. They know what's going on. So you cannot lie to a child. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no. Don't even attempt. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No. So I prefer, basic, I prefer to, 
educate them in a way when they feel empowered and respected and and listened to. Mm. Uh, even though when sometimes um, she's going to do, uh, not a mistake, but she's going to do something not so good and I'm going to be upset about it, I always step back, I always step back saying, okay, maybe there is something I didn't get, I didn't see, what can I do better? What can I, how can I help her? How can I change things? Always. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I'm not the kind of parent just to say, this is it, black and white. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm going to think. I'm going to reflect. I'm going to say, oh, maybe I didn't see that and everything. Because this is my job and I want the best for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you should and you do and absolutely. <laughs> and do you, so do you, I'm, I've heard um, that there is a new wave of children who are being born onto the planet who are a bit more sensitive than those who have come on before. Mm-hmm. Do you know much about that? Have you heard about this? Alors, um, do you think, do you, are you referring to maybe um, children with neurodiversity or? Um, so a bit, so more uh, like how you mentioned uh, how children are naturally very intuitive. Mm. But now um, children are coming on and coming through with a bit more perception. And so they see the world actually very differently to how uh, their parents might see. And some of them come through a bit extra sensory mm-hmm. and they can, they re- really live very differently in terms of how they experience the world from yeah. the day to day. And it's, a, I believe it's a phenomena. I don't know which name they've given this phenomena, but um, I think he's quite, um, me, I love it. I find it fascinating mm. that we have, uh, new human beings coming in the world and able to see the world differently and and to help us to shift our mindset and to expand our consciousness. Yeah. I heard there are some children that are really, really aware. You know, uh, I remember one of my friends said, yeah, my daughter, um, she said that, yeah, there is a way basically to take flight, that you should basically protect the planet, and we can have meeting at home. But it was well before COVID, you know? Okay. She's maybe 10? Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. yeah. And when you listen to that, you say, whoa. Yeah. They really think through that, you know? Mm. Mm. And we need it. Yeah, we do. But we don't listen to children. That's our problem. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. We have to because yeah. they are the future. They see the way basically the world is changing, yeah. and they are the one having really bright ideas. Mm. It's so it's so exciting. It's so exciting what children can do, because uh, I think it asks us to humble ourselves as well as adults and yeah. just realize that actually uh, there are going to be. We need errors. to help them. Yeah, we, we need do. to be there. We need to be. Uh, we need to be the anchor for them, because the world is changing so radically right now. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I'm, I'm, I think about our school systems as well. Um, and I want, well, I don't know if it's a question anymore, but our, our school systems are probably not the most uh, encouraging environments for our children yeah. to, to really thrive into their greatness. It's true. Uh, if anything, it kind of dampens the, the whole potential sometimes. And I th- and I think I think the school system is something I would see like to break down, and we create it from uh, you know we create a new one. 
I think, yes, there is a lot of work. Um, me, I, I learned a lot of courses from Man Valley. And Man Valley is an um, educational oh, yes. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really into that. And they're right. <laughs> yeah. They're right because um, there are a lot of things we didn't learn at school. We didn't learn to shift our mindset. No. Uh, we didn't learn how to overcome failure, how to overcome rejection. We didn't learn how to master our emotional intelligence, how to listen to our spirits. There's so much, so much that we didn't learn at school. And when, you, and when you are in the world where we are right now, it's not surprising that some people are lost, are confused. Oh, the way the world looks like today. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for them it's completely upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind Valley is really exciting. Mind Valley, I think, are going places yeah. and they're here to stay um, i used to get loads of ads on youtube oh, yeah, uh, me too. And i was yeah. so tired of it until um i watched a i watched a master class and then i ended up downloading an app and i'm like okay yeah, yeah. fine my money right. is really good i don't know of many online master classes that i attended i've i bought a few <laughs> a few yes <laughs> which is an understatement of online <laughs> courses from my body but it's really really good yeah yeah, yeah. they're so the leader i, I don't want to say his name wrong vision vision like Kenny. yes him such a visionary such, oh yes yeah yes. and i think he's an example of the type of leadership we should have more and more all over the world in every area of society. I have to say, yeah. At first, I was not convinced about it. I was really bit, no. I was. Mm, let me see who is this guy. But I have to <laughs> say, um, I see what he's doing. I see the way he's showing up. Mm. And what I like with him is authentic. Yes, is truly, truly authentic. He's not hiding anything. And he's sharing basically what he learned, mm. and he wants for the world to wake up as well as this yes, way, and yeah. to and to really um, take opportunity of what they can learn. And this is what I'm impressed by Vision Like him. That's why I respect him for that. Oh yes, he gets my full respect now. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. No, I have to say, say okay. Yeah. I don't know you personally, but definitely as a leader, you show up. Yes. <laughs> no, he really is there, and I he gen. You can see that he's genuinely invested in seeing transformation yes um and i know he was he actually mentioned that one um one of the attendees to one of his workshops or courses or okay. seminars he was leading um, was so it was an advisor or a spokesperson of the government of malaysia okay and so this lady attended the training she ended up um uh resharing the training or retraining all the guys in the government of malay in malaysia in four hours and they were able to take in that information and i thought wow look at you can see that <laughs> where mind valley is going they're really trying to assert themselves in places where perhaps we need this type of thinking mm. the most because really if you want to see true change um every you have to embody change like you said yeah. on every level of every your level. existence especially leadership level, especially yeah. leadership yeah because they are the one to lead us so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's necessary but yeah i heard uh, i think he i think he went to apple as well or google as well yes, training, yes. So. yeah 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 and in schools as well yes He's, so it's going to be so i'm excited for them yeah no, it's yeah. promising it's really promising and he's really doing an amazing job and i think it's just a start mm. Yeah. Mm. And I bought his book, yeah, the last one. Oh, did you? What is yeah. it called again? 
It's, I did um, see it. Is that the Buddha and the badass? Yes, the yeah. Buddha. Yeah, the Buddha and the badass. Yeah. That's why I was the Buddha and the yeah. badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got my attention. <laughs> right, right. No, because I think it's uh, he's kind of speaking to uh, marrying Eastern and Western philosophy. Yeah. He, and yeah. That's but um, yeah, the Buddha is really um, the calm. Um, um, the calm person is spirituality and the mm. badass is really the revolutionary, the visionary yeah. going going after what he desires and to change the world. And when you think about it, this is what he's doing. <laughs> mm. No, completely, completely. Yeah. Um, and if if you had to you know, if you had to leave a few words of wisdom to people who are listening, who are excited to hear what you have to share, um, and being in this very unique time, mm-hmm. um, What's probably the best message or the best thing we need to hear and take in at this time, would you say? I would say you're not born for mediocrity. You're born for greatness. Everything is happening for a reason. Don't ever believe that basically you're a victim. You're not. What is happening to you is to show you that something needs to change and it's for you to make this change. You're able to do it. Give yourself credit. Give yourself permission to show up the way you want to. And I truly believe that when you do that, you start to create your life. You can do it. I believe in you. That is so great, man. That's, that's the, literally the best way to end. <laughs> it's I mean, this is the way I speak, so... Oh, yeah. wow. No, I felt that. Yeah. Um, Gail, where can people find you? And on my website, rockstarmindset.com, you can find me on Facebook because I'm doing a lot of different videos about visibility to help um, women to be visible, uh, to be visible, sorry, online. Um, Instagram, sometimes I'm on Instagram. Um, okay. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Or if you want to just, yeah, go on my website, just um, use the contact form, just let me a message and I will respond to you straight away. I'm the one basically to, to, to manage everything. I don't have a team, so okay. I will respond to you definitely. So if someone is interested in a mentoring, a mindset mentoring session, Yes, if you really want to step up in your mindset and being the woman you dream to be, I'm here for you. Excellent. Yeah, because this is what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Gail. It was a pleasure. It was so much fun. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. And there we have it. If you've made it to the end, thank you for listening and tuning in. If you'd like to further connect with Gail and learn more about her work, I'll be linking all her details in the episode show notes. If you are a Bantu Collective champion out there online, liking and sharing this podcast, the love is reciprocated. Thank you so much, guys. To link up with us online, you can find us on our official Bantu Collective Instagram page at underscore the Bantu Collective. And as per, if you do enjoy these episodes, share, comment, 
drop us a review feedback is greatly welcome here and if you'd like to email us for any suggestions you can also reach us on our email so for now until next time take care of yourselves and